In search for inner peace, recovery, healing and restoration, many narcissistic abuse survivors turn to spirituality and its practices. But in many cases, unfortunately, the sacred space they turn to for sanctuary ends up being a hell where they get abused further. The tormentors of this hell are none other than spiritual narcissists who cast an illusion of a promised land only to feed on your desperate need for help. The spiritual narcissist is a demon who hides behind the veneer of self-awareness, wisdom, connection, grace, and enlightenment. The way they abuse people isn't only insidious but also very complex to understand and describe because everything happens in the guise of becoming spiritually evolved. Let's talk more about it in today's episode. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. The topic for today is spiritual narcissistic abuse, how it happens and what stages you go through with such a demon. If you're ready to dive in, please subscribe before we begin if you're new to this channel or haven't already because your subscription helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. The collective spirit of narcissism has inserted itself in all the streams of our life. These beings are found in every aspect humans rely on for functioning and growth, one of which is spirituality. A spiritual narcissist is an evolved predator who weaponizes concepts like awakening, enlightenment, karma, kundalini, spirit guides, shamanism, meditation, soul contracts, channeling, clairvoyance, sacred feminine and masculine, universal consciousness and so many more to abuse you in the name of love and light. When you come across such a narcissist, they seem honest, connected, full of answers, calm and composed. The person who knows what they're talking about, or at least they pretend to know what they're talking about. They seem to have a strong hold over the spiritual language and perfectly describe different phenomena of life, which beguiles you and simultaneously gives you a false sense of hope and safety. The love bombing with such a narcissist doesn't feel like traditional love bombing. The spiritual narcissist presents him or herself as the fixer or the resolver of all your problems. They subtly gain priority over you by pretending to be a gentle guide who can lead you through the path of healing and recovery. Sometimes the encounter with them can be extremely intense in that you may feel a weird yet strong psychic connection with them. For example, you may have a vivid dream or other shocking experiences and feel as if they are part of the puzzle that has been missing for a long time. Many people have reported to have experienced this at the beginning of their relationship which made it easier for them to trust the narcissist but then worst the cognitive dissonance later. They couldn't understand how they could have such a profound experience only to realize that it was the narcissist's psychic and intrusive attack to mark them as their territory. 
It may be hard for you to believe all of this unless you have been with such a monster. This type carries a lot of dark energy with them, which as a matter of fact, they later blame on you. Have you been through something like this? Have you experienced something like this? Let me know in the comments and help other survivors feel less alone in their healing journey. In the love bombing stage, they may compliment you intermittently, but their main goal is to make you feel as if you have been chosen and now you have to drop everything and serve their false ego, but in the guise of spirituality and growth. If your relationship with them turns romantic, things get worse when the devaluation begins. When lawbombing you, you may feel seen, heard, chosen and taken care of, but as they start ignoring you, you literally feel you're going crazy and losing it. Whenever you try to bring up an issue, they make it about your lack of awareness, unwillingness to face your demons or to take responsibility for not encountering your shadow side. Let's say they say something extremely hurtful and you express your righteous anger. They'll demonize and belittle you instead of taking responsibility for their actions. They will activate the, their spiritual facade and in a very calm, centered voice, they may invite you to breathe in and out or to spend some minutes in silence to find your center, insinuating that it's all your fault, you're out of control, and you're not as spiritual as they are. This pretense of theirs makes you feel inauthentic and as the unevolved one. They seem to be quite okay, unaffected by anything, very stoic, and the one who is always willing to rescue and help you. This is the crazy making. All of this does two things. It convinces you that you are one with all problems and they are your rescuer who's only intention is to save you from yourself. While you get thoroughly gaslit, they keep enjoying the show. They know what they are doing. They love how they push your buttons to elicit different reactions and then turn tables on you while being the savior who's way above this chaos and drama which is only created by you. They extract their supply through this crazy making cycle. They trap you in. That's not it. You spend days shaming yourself for not catching up to them or disappointing them every time they give you a chance. You say things like, how can it be his or her fault when they are so calm during our arguments? And I'm the one who's screaming, yelling and cursing. How can it be them when they help me to become calm and relax when I'm losing it? I must be unworthy of what they have to offer because I'm not getting any better. I'm not listening to them. I'm not as calm as they are. The truth is they know what they are doing, as I said earlier, yet they like to see you suffer. While devaluing, they blame things on your karma. They may say something like, you are experiencing hardships due to past bad karma and you must go through this. Which then normalizes their abuse further because you think, well, probably this is by punishment. They may also assert absurd things like they're your soulmate or your twin flame who came to this physical world only to complete your journey or teach you some important lesson. This is the level of craziness, the gaslighting. They may pretend to channel messages from your spirit guides to give you valuable feedback 
only to drive you crazy further. Do you see how dangerous it gets with a spiritual narcissist? I have seen victims of this kind of abuse suffer in ways one can't even imagine. You completely, totally lose your sanity while they rest in the seat of enlightenment, pretending to have it all together, pretending to be better than you. They do everything any other type of a narcissist would do, but in all disguise of help. They lie, manipulate, demoralize, betray, triangulate, project, deflect and punish, but with a smile on their face, eyes closed and deep breaths, chanting mantras and being selfless. What a con artist this type is, what a sham. Finally, when they're done with your lack of growth or inability to transcend spiritually, they throw you like a piece of trash. They leave you in an absolute state of confusion and terror. You feel ashamed of yourself. You feel you have become your own enemy and you feel like they had no role to play in any of it. Even their last words are filled with spiritual jargon which doesn't give you any answers but leaves you with more questions. Here is what they could say when discarding you. Over our time together, I have given you countless insights and feedback, hoping to guide you towards the path of true enlightenment. It saddens me to witness your consistent resistance to growth and your inability to truly absorb and act upon the wisdom I have shared. As the old saying goes, the teacher appears when the student is ready. Perhaps our journey together has come to this juncture because you're not yet prepared for the deeper truths I have to offer. Remember, the door to guidance is never truly closed. You can always reach out and as always, I'll be there to offer help. Namaste. What the hell are you supposed to do with such a response? I mean, if you were to raise concerns, on what basis would you do so? When they act super conscious and aware of what happened, there is no closure with a dirt back like this. In conclusion, the treacherous journey through the maze of spiritual narcissistic abuse leaves an unforgettable mark on your soul. You find yourself trapped between the allure of enlightenment and the suffocating grip of manipulation. Amid the harmonious chants, rhythmic mantras and profound teachings, lies a sinister game, one that gaslights you into believing you are the problem. The very realm you sought for solace and growth becomes the battleground of your inner wars, a war you did not start but must end. To every survivor out there, know this, real spiritual growth is built on authenticity, mutual respect and genuine love. It should set you free, not chain you down. Rediscover your path, trust your intuition and remember that true enlightenment comes from within, not from anyone who claims dominion over your spirit. With that, let's bring this episode to an end. I hope you found it insightful and helpful. If you did, let me know in the comments. Share it with others. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, as always, let the healing begin and continue.